Okay, okay, we are doing. Okay, guys. <clears throat> can you speak into my I, Yeah, can you, like, give me one second okay. to, like, organise myself? Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's been a hot, hot minute. Why has it been a hot minute? Um, because we both work for the NHS and we've That's been dealing with COVID. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> that no, is, that is actually like we even we even recorded one in COVID and we just didn't have the time to release it. Yeah, but yeah, it's been a hot minute. Our last we looked at the other day when we were trying to do our like what take is this? This has been I don't know what take this is, but we were trying to figure out when our last episode was released and it was in March mm-hmm. before lockdown. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit and it was like NHS workers, everyone unite, Superman. <laughs> so it's been a hot minute, but we're back. My name is Miss Luminary, and I am joined by. Um. Oh yeah, me. Um. I'm really tired. So I'm she's actually so tired, exhausted. and she's been drinking prosecco. So like, she's ready for bed. Yeah, you need to speak into the mic, my love. She's ready for bed. That's much better. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Ruby Sue's. Hi, Ruby Sue's. Are you ready Hi. to sleep? I am ready for my bed. I've had maybe about three hours of broken sleep. <laughs> Life of an insomnia. Yeah, this is what happens. to you. <laughs> this is what happened when you have insomnia. Anyway, so we'll go back to our normal patrician of um, patrician. Tra- patrician. He said patrician. Wow, you tired? Dra- no. What am I? Tradition. Tradition. That's the word. Yeah. Tradition. And um, I'm gonna ask my lovely co-host what her an uncomfortable question. Um, oh, this is a good one. And we've talked about this before, so it's going to be fun for her to have it on record. Mm-hmm. Uh, a comfortable question. You're in a public restaurant. <sighs> we haven't even, even introduced our new editor. Oh, yeah. Hi, editor, aka Mr. I'm going to steal your man. No, whoa, steal your woman. Whoa, steal your missus. Whoa, 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 <laughs> that, can I just make a... He's going to probably edit this out, but can I just make a point that that is actually what he said. He said... I am Mr. A.K.A. Still Your Man. And really, he's no. not. Let's, so he's, let's just call him Mr. K. Mr. K. Yeah, editor um, Mr. He's K. our new editor and our new social media manager and Woo-woo. content manager. So, um, yep, guys, we're expanding. Woo-woo. Upgrade, uh, Amen. Upgrade. See? And I'll, if you, I'm your wife, I'll upgrade your life. So that's just my oh normal my plug. Anyway, right. Um, so, uncomfortable question. Mm-hmm. You're in a public restroom and just went and did a number two. And then you realise your store has no toilet paper. What Why? do you do? So there's no toilet paper whatsoever? No, none. Is there an old, like, is the cardboard still there? Like, as the cardboard? <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm so is it, Am I one of those, in those, one of those things where you have to pull the tissue? Or am I in one of those things where there's a toilet roll and there's a possible empty cardboard? You can have whatever you want. It's an imaginary Okay, so story. if I've done number two and I need to wipe and there is no tissue, but there is the empty cardboard, like, loo roll holder, I will use that cardboard. And I'll hold so it back. so sore. Yeah, but... Your bum. So what am I supposed to do? Use my underwear and then take my un- dirty underwear home? Yeah, I'd use it. So I would... Use my underwear to douche. 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 Tumba. But how, how are you going to do a douche? So you kind of come out, you get wet, you go back in, like you wait till like you wait till there's no one in there, you run out, get wet, and then you tumba, and then like that underwear is getting thrown away. Like I'm not keeping it. But what if you're wearing jeans? I'll go commando in jeans. In jeans? I'll go commando in anything. 
everything. Your vagina is on fire. <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> why is my vagina on fire? <laughs> Wait, why is my vagina on fire? Jeans. I thought I go commando in anything. I've I, especially so <laughs> a bit of a Hi. TMI. In lockdown, I'm literally. But <laughs> she's rubbing her legs together. <laughs> but literally, in jeans. I just had to swallow. Her back. <laughs> <laughs> no, not no, in jeans. No, not I go commando in anything. No, no, I go commando in trousers. I go commando in tights. Like literally, lockdown has made me realize I don't like underwear. Yeah, I. I so also I only agree. wear underwear now when like it's that special time. Yeah, I. But jeans. Yeah. Anyway, so back to the question. <laughs> so, I would legit take the cardboard. That would hurt. Or I will use my underwear, but I won't come out and go back in, especially if I've had to queue to get in there, right? Because no, it's a it, public. Yeah, but so I would, I would take my underwear I'd off, wait. wipe my bum with the underwear, oh. and then put the underwear in the bin. Yeah, that's what I would do, whether regardless of what I'm wearing. But I'll try and douche a little bit. And then I might... Um, go to like so like if i'm in a public toilet i'd go to another public toilet and then like just because i just hate feeling unclean yeah i agree with <laughs> that so biblical unclean unclean <laughs> cleanse yourself anyway guys so today's topic is jesus isn't bay because jesus isn't bay one more time for the lady in the back that wants to have that tattooed on her chest jesus is not your husband he is not your boyfriend, he is your lord. Over to you, Rizzi. So we've decided to talk about this topic. <laughs> You've literally shouted into the microphone. <laughs> because it's so annoying. I hate when people are like, Jesus is bae. Like, Jesus is so my bae. But don't you like, think they just... say that because they mean that Jesus is bae in terms of, like, he is the love of my life. Not like Jesus is bae as in, like, he is literally my husband. No. <laughs> the love of your life is usually your partner of some sort. Whether you are gay, uh, bisexual, or whatever. Like, the love of your life is usually a partner. I would never describe it. Have you ever described any of your friends as the love of my life? Mm. Right, whilst you sit there and think, I can safely say no. I haven't done that. So, this whole idea that Jesus is bae, which, to be fair, in some respects, it is fading out. But every so often, it pops up, and I'm like, no, he's not... Bay, he is your Lord and Savior and friend and comforter, but he's not Bay. Like, there are things that I want Bay to do that Jesus will never do. That's just the honest truth. <laughs> Jesus is not gonna fulfill that for me, okay? Like, he is not gonna do that. He's just that. Do you know what? I think, though, that the reason why this comes up is because, especially in this 24th century millennial evangelical movement is that the whole yeah. idea there's of, so many pastors that would argue that yeah, but I, I do think it is I think that's the wave I think that a lot of people are of this belief that in order to stay through celibacy they need to they have to say that Jesus is their husband for them to get through because there is this whole like for example when I got married we didn't kiss till our wedding day right so and we didn't have sex so when you're when you're not kissing and you're not having sex, it's some people are using the whole Jesus is bay to kind of like no because let me tell you, know, you comfort themselves in some way. I'm not way. having sex right now, and Jesus will not be that person that I have. Like 
like, I don't want to blaspheme because I just. But you're not going to have sex with Jesus. Exactly. So why am I going to use it to plug that gap? Like, because the thing is, Jesus. So my relationship with God is so deep. Like, as in, like, I talk to him about everything, mm. right? But I don't imagine him as Bay. Like, um, he's like he's. Like, so, okay, so maybe this is TMI, and not in, like, a gross way, but maybe just, like, a bit of an overshare, but we'll see how I feel about it, and editor can always edit it out as a note point. But, like, yeah, you heard that. I saw your hair look up. But, like, I... My relationship with Jesus is so deep, and, like, when I have my quiet time with God, mm-hmm. like, it's... I'm... I, it's not, he doesn't, he, the comfort he brings is not the same that they, that any man I've ever been with can bring. Maybe because I'm not married, so maybe I'm just, maybe when I get married, it might be similar. But I don't think it will be. The comfort that I get from God, especially my quiet, because in my quiet time, especially when I have a really deep conversation about something maybe I'm really anxious about or upset about, like, I have a scene in my head of where it's almost like a place where me and God meet. Mm-hmm. And he's always there waiting. And like it that doesn't. So beautiful, by the way. Thank you. That is <laughs> so beautiful. I'm jealous. I want a secret place. But like it's, a, but it helps me because sometimes because my mind jumps from like so. I'll come back to my point, but my mind jumps from like loads of different things sometimes. When you know, like when you're trying to listen to God or have like a really honest conversation, and then your mind's like start. So like I might be talking about I don't know like finances, and then I start worrying, 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 worrying. And so what helps me is just imagining myself with God in this place so mm-hmm. i don't mind describing it it's just like a beach like it's like a seaside not seaside because that's like britain it's like a beach and it's always really calm it's always really serene and the sky's always pink mm. like that's like so that's, that's like my meeting really place deep. with god like so when i'm like really struggling to concentrate i imagine i'm in that place and god is like next to me but like he's just like a like I can't, I probably couldn't draw it, but all I just feel with like light and like, like a sheet of like white, like white robe, but God doesn't have a face. So I don't meet his face. I just feel his presence. That is really deep now that I talk about That is so deep. <laughs> Wait, pause. You need to speak into the mic because you don't sound the same as I do. Oh, really? No. I don't know how you can tell the difference. Anyway, um, editor, you're going to edit that out, yeah? Yeah, I heard you. Because... I sound. Can you hear that? Yeah, but maybe. Oh, maybe it's because I'm not speaking into the mic. Yeah, because I need to hear that sound at my volume. Go on, speak. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's what. Do you see what I mean? You can hear the yeah. Yeah. Now you sound like you're speaking. But if you're gonna shout, can you please just go back? Because now you sound like yeah. Now now I sound like like, now we sound the same. Yeah. That's anyway. So that's my special place, and like the feeling I get in that moment, like it doesn't matter what I've come to God about. It could be something I've sinned about. It could I'm joyous about. Like I don't get this feeling that any man has ever given me before. Like I don't get like the feeling that comes from God is different, and rightly so because He's God. He's not. Or like Jesus or my Lord. Like he's not a man. So this idea that Jesus is bay frustrates me. And I think sometimes people use it as almost a way to cover up things that they should deal with. 
in some ways maybe like ahead of marriage like so like you know you've got mm. a desire to be married you know you're mm. they're like jesus is bae i don't need to worry about that and then your husband comes along and he's supposed to be bae and actually you do need to worry about it because you should have fixed it like not you should have fixed it but you should have dealt with it and allowed god to help you deal with it like a long time but ago then, like, it does come in the bible though because the bible does say that you know for i the lord is your i'm your husband but I don't think it was referring to us as people. It was referring to a group of yeah, people, as not an, as an individual. Yeah. So I think it's it's misconstrued. And I think it's, again, that's why I was trying to say, I think that's the point I was trying to get to about millennial evangelical kind of stuff. Because the, when the, when, the reason why my husband and I decided that we weren't going to kiss before, well, I say my husband and I. I decided. She decided. <laughs> That we weren't going to kiss I was before. there, by the way, guys. So I do know that she made that decision. <laughs> that I wasn't going to kiss until our wedding day was because I'd read this book, which is called I Kissed Dating Goodbye. And um, it's by a guy called Joshua Harris. Do you and still agree with that now? You see, the funny thing is now, apparently, he's gone through this walk on, in his faith journey where he doesn't identify necessarily as a Christian. So there was this wow. great big... Yeah. And I think, I think, I might have got this wrong. See, our editor's there eating cookies. Can you, like, hello? Like, if you want to do that, just go and sit somewhere else, yeah? (laughs) This is why, when they're doing, like, production... They're the producers outside of the booth because, like, you just all up in here spoiling our vibe right now. It's okay. You it's can right. edit we love it. you, boo. but you can include it at the same oh, time. Oh, he's not, guys. Just for, he's not my boo. He's literally my baby cousin, and he's single and looking to mingle. He's fan boy, no. He's pimple. a young boy. He's a young boy. Though. He's a young boy. He's but he's a baby. Anyway, back to the subject. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So with, with Joshua Harris, he, he's gone through that whole thing, and I think there was a lot of. If there's been a backlash, so then obviously you don't kiss, you don't have sex, and then it becomes when you do get married, it's like okay, so what we how, how does this work? Just to look at your boobs and be like, oh, I love them. Like, yeah, it doesn't. It, so then, what do you do with all this sexual energy and sexual? Tension? I mean, I know what I'm gonna do, but I do think that that's the truth. Even my like, even to the point that even my colleagues in my old workplace, I used to work with all men, and they used to, they used to be like, when you get married, you're just going to become so quiet. And I say, you know that sometimes you try and deny it, but no, but it's true. So there's like, going to be like two months where I'm just going to be peaceful. <laughs> just going to be so well. I've said before, peaceful. sex is medicine. It really is, and I'm waiting for mine, like good medicine. Anyway, sorry. So <laughs> this is guys. Honestly, like if anybody has a husband or not husband, no husband to be mm-hmm. for me that they think that would be a good. Couple. Oh my gosh, this is not your marketing. It is. Channel. It has to be. It has oh to be. Oh Lord God Almighty! <laughs> my cousin's like on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry right so you were saying yeah yeah husband. so i think i think because of that it's caused this whole phenomenon about jesus being bay okay because in order for people to cope with the day-to-day like you know temptations and difficulties with waiting till you get married they have to say something else and instead of actually dealing with the source of those temptations or dealing you know urges i mean some of those urges i guess will just be biological you just you know everyone has can we, waves can we can we I'm, i know you've got some more to say and i'm really hoping you don't forget so if you need to write it down but can we just pick up on that point because i think sometimes as christians when we get older we're like lord remove this sexual sin and god's like girl you right that's <laughs> what he's thinking because i think like i think who was it that was preaching and they were like 
when you start your period or when you go through puberty, you're primed for like biologically, mm-hmm. you're primed to reproduce. So mm-hmm. sometimes we's like, oh yeah, I, sh- I just want this sexual urge removed. No, like the thing the, is, like, you can have it removed, right? But then when you get married, wh- what are you gonna do it gonna about it? From? And then like you're gonna like, and then you're like, you want kids and. Like and I for me that those sexual urges from my from my understanding of scripture and like what I've kind of looked at and read into those sexual urges show like some people that are ready to, that are going to get married and some people that aren't because some people that aren't going to get married they just don't have that urge they just it just doesn't abide. No, I also don't like the word urge. I no, want urge to use is that. it sounds horrible, doesn't it? To me, I think desire. Okay, yeah, desire. Let's use it. That's that's my fault. I think the best word but is like desire. I think that sometimes we with sexual desires we just we're like it's of the devil it's uh, honey sex is beautiful if you are out here right now and you've been taught in your church that sex is bad and that it's a sin it is beautiful it is created by god within certain constraints and you need to embrace it and that doesn't mean i'm not saying now go and start watching pornography and start masturbating and all that Mas- stuff master 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 masturbating but like you are tired i am tired but as in like you like you need to understand that this is something that is god-given like you can i think that there's there's always too much which can develop into lust but you need to understand that this is something that's god-given and like god you can pray as much as you want but it's not going to completely disappear i agree and i think but it's it's very challenging and i I don't i've not seen it a lot i've not seen the jesus is bay a lot um in recent time but that might just be because of the people that i unfollowed in the Uh, earlier part of the year (laughs) i also wonder whether it's a bit of an age thing Mm. so i used to see a lot when i was like fresh out of uni and now i don't see it that often but a lot of my friends are married and those that aren't married are like jesus jesus ain't my babe because my babe needs to satisfy these needs and like I have honest conversations I with really my friends. I really do wonder whether people are using bay in the same way as what we're saying. Like, but I don't think it, I don't think you should. Jesus shouldn't be your bay. I'm as far as I'm concerned. I don't think it doesn't matter what way you use it. Really? I don't think no. So, I don't think. Bec- I don't know. Actually, I don't know because I wonder whether or not just playing not <laughs> funny devil's advocate. But uh, can he? Can God be that kind of um, so? I think yes. I I agree that God can be that source of encouragement. God can be that source of compliments, of love, all that kind of things. So I I can see if that's what they mean by bay. I think it also depends on your definition. Do you mean by bay as in like he is what like because some people say oh ice cream is bay. Or so and so flavor is bay, or that is bay. Is bay now not just a general term that well, people maybe, use? Well, maybe, maybe, but I just I don't know. I think for me, and this is probably a bit like of my stronger theology rules coming out. I shouldn't be ascribing Jesus to something, I guess, so fleshly. Which sounds probably quite deep and or not so deep or maybe just over religious and overzealous. But as in like <clears throat> if they can be interchangeable and it can be anything, Jesus is special, if that makes sense. So and the reality is though Jesus can fulfill a lot of my needs, um, spiritually speaking, 
But the reality is I still need people. I, he still uses people to feel, fulfill some of those needs. And I mean, I'm thinking about things in terms of like emotionally. Mm. So like, you know, just simple things like affirmation. Like God will affirm me, but also he will use the likes of you. He will use the likes of my, my family. He will use the likes of my friends to affirm me as well. So I, <clears throat> when people say things like Jesus is Bay and he's like all of these things, I don't, I think for me, we forget that Jesus also uses people. So like, okay, so a really personal thing on my thing. Mm. When I got baptized, God was very clear that he is my covering. Mm-hmm. And the Bible talks about the fact that the man has to, should cover the woman because mm-hmm. that's how Christ almost covers the church. I can't remember the exact scripture reference, but Bible theologians go out there and Google it. It is real. Um, and so Jesus is my covering, but he covers me in a way that my husband can aspire to, but probably won't necessarily attain because he's not Christ. But then, so that, that m- makes me question whether, yes, actually Jesus is bae. Because if he is above, okay, yes, he can't okay, do the physical okay, I see stuff. What you mean. But all those other things, his type of affirmation, his type of love, love, his type of compassion, all those things are actually above any kind of human. So then, level. is he Bay or is he just Jesus? That's my point. Because Bay makes it like a because Bay traditionally came from better than anyone else, right? Oh, is that what it meant? I think that's what it meant. Wow, Edisa, is that what it meant? Yeah, yo. Editor. Bay, what does it mean? What does Bay mean? Oh. Go- he's Googling right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's Googling right now. But like, I thought that that's what it came from. So so then Jesus, if that is the statement and that's what Bay means, Jesus is literally Bay. But then nobody else can be Bay. Or before anyone else. Go- Editor just Googled this. Before anyone else, not better than anyone else. Before anyone else. So Bay is before anyone else. Yeah, then Jesus is Bay. But it's like, it's... it's, I I, I get, okay. The English language is really difficult, right? Because we say, oh, I love chocolate. I love Prosecco. I love... I do love Prosecco. Hold on, wait. I love pink Moscato. Like, so when we talk about... (laughs) We talk about those things. You ever see me, that's what I've got in my hand. (laughs) When we talk about those things, we do use those words. So is this just not another play on words? I guess it can be. Maybe I'm retra- I should retract. I think it's probably down to the individual. Mm. And I think it's about how much... Because some people use it in such abstract context. What do you mean? So that, like, like for example, they will talk about Jesus being vain in relation to numbing their sexual desires. And I'm like... You see, I'm no. not down for the... You know, once upon a time, though, I used to... Sorry to interrupt, but I, once upon a time... I think that's the only I, time you've ever apologised, but carry on. Wow, <laughs> shady much. Um, <laughs> I, um, once upon a time, I, you know, because before we got married, I was very held. Can I just make this. a point? Because she always does this. We is not me and her. Oh, Jesus. Her husband. Before my husband and I got married, I was very hell-bent on, you know, I just learned about courtship. I learned about how relationships were conducted in the Bible. And I was really, really into that kind of 21st century, I'm going to do things the God way. And I actually was part of that crew that probably would have said Jesus is bae. So I think it's also an age thing. I think it's an age thing. I think it's 
but I also think it's also about how vulnerable and honest you want to be. Because there was, like, in the nicest way, there's lots of stuff that both of us have dealt with that has made us realise that, yeah, as much as I love God, I still need, and God loves me, I still need to deal with this thing. Or mm. God still needs to help me on this journey to deal with this issue. And I think that some people use, and it's like, it's like I was saying earlier, some people use Jesus's bay as a mask. So it's like, I don't have to deal with my feelings of insecurity because Jesus is bae and he affirms me. And then you meet a guy that maybe doesn't show you what, give you that affirmation. And you're like, it doesn't matter. Jesus is bae. He affirms me. He affirms me. He affirms me. Meanwhile, your marriage or your relationship is suffering because you don't want to address this problem. And I think that that's that, I think that, that's, that it, and I think that that's where my whole Jesus isn't bae comes from. Because it's that whole, I slap on the bandaid of Jesus. I'm free from everything. And actually, yes, there is the miraculous. And when that happens, you are literally freed from everything. But for a lot of us, that's not the journey. A lot of us, the journey is that we go to the doctor, we go to the psychotherapist, we go to the counsellor. We have to work through those issues. And actually, Jesus being bae doesn't change any of that. Jesus mm. being who he is to us doesn't change any of that. And I think that's the point that I'm trying to get across. Because... We, as we in church culture, we've so much used Jesus as a, almost like a band aid instead of actually being the surgeon. So, like, I was reading a daily devotional the other day and it was talking about obedience. And it, it I, I'm sure I've heard this um, to be honest, no, I can't say I've heard this preach before, but it was the first time I've heard obedience preached from, preach from the perspective that it's not about me and my compliance. So the guy I was talking, talking, he started talking about ships and I don't care about all this stuff, but I was reading it anyway. It's like only two pages. And he was like, and he said a line and he said, he was talking about ships and he was talking about the fact that it can take years to build scale model ships. So like using like, for example, the Titanic, like obviously it was a massive ship and then somebody maybe wants a replica in their, in their living room. So it can take years for the craftsman to build that and he has to learn all kinds of skills and all kinds of like technical terms to get a scale model that's like what he was like it's like 60,000th of the size of the Titanic that's how small it is but it will have all the detail of the Titanic and he was like now let's put that in the let's translate that example to the example of Christ it is not the model ship's job to recreate themselves after the model it's the job of the craftsman and so he was like, if we are to look like Jesus, it's not our job to make ourselves look like Jesus. It's the job of the Holy Spirit. And that like blew my mind because I feel like mm. sometimes with church, we're like, I must be this way. Mm. So mm. once I get saved, you know, Jesus has to be bae. He must. And these are all the, and it's not our job to no, do that. No. It's the job of the Holy Spirit. It's the job of, it's the job of Christ. Like God is literally like, I just want you to surrender. That's all I want from you. So I'm saying all of that today because I know it can seem like I've gone off topic, but I'm saying all of that to say that sometimes in Christianity, we use this band-aid of Jesus is bay not to do the journey mm. instead of we focused on the destination. So it's like Jesus is bay. So, you know, he affirms me. I don't need anybody else's affirmation. Meanwhile, your spirit is crying out for it because actually that's the way that God created you. And he doesn't want you to make somebody else's affirmation an idol. But what he does want is for you to accept that thing about yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And I think, you know, I am a massive advocate for people pretending like. Yeah. And, and a massive advocate for performance out of church. Like we 
need to i think there needs to be like a serious revolution i think it's that revival (laughs) of and and also an absolute undo of how we've seen things especially in church before where people are driven by performance and attendance Mm -hmm. rather than heart condition and i think it's so important to check your heart when When you're you're doing everything because your heart is your motivation it's what grounds you it's what dictates your if you're just going to church literally to tick a box you know i i went through this period when i i I didn't go to church for six months you know half a year i didn't go and it wasn't because i hated god or i fell out with it it's because i had to check my heart where was my heart? Am I attending and doing these things and being part of departments because I want man's applause? Or do am I going because I actually believe in this Jesus? Do I really believe in God? Because I think we just get so caught up in all these things mm. and we and because we think that somehow if we tick all these boxes, it will equate to some kind of blessings. And it doesn't always. Oh no, it really in doesn't. fact, it doesn't. It's not tied. Your church attendance you know sorry to say your church cv right yeah it's not tied it's to, not, not tied, tied to, to your, your blessings. blessings it's not because it's not if if we look at the the people who are the billionaires and millionaires of this world how many of them are going to tell you their church cv that's the reality they have applied some principles that god has put into place simple good or evil people prosper financially mm. Like, so then it's got nothing to do with my church yeah. attendance. It's got nothing to do with what the, the things that I think I'm supposed to be doing. What it has to do with is that they've applied some principles. If we're talking about um, emotional and mental and your own spirituality, then that's yes, very that's, very, that's different. very different. But if you're talking about I'm going to church to tick all these boxes in the hope that I'm going to get One all these blessings, bruv, let's tell you now, that ain't the way it works. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I think it's interesting because it is, it's all... It, whenever we come on to... We talk about these issues, it always comes back to heart posture. Mm-hmm. What is your heart posture? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, your heart posture can't, is so important in that... I think that there's an element that, you know, people are like, oh, I have to flee for the flesh. Flesh, flesh, flesh. You really can't speak today, babe. I can't. Sorry, Sorry, Sorry everyone. Um, <laughs> but I, and I think that that's true. But I also think that there is definitely an element of why, why, what, what is your motive for checking your heart almost? Mm. Like, what is driving you? Is it because the preacher said it and now you feel guilty? Or is it actually because that's what the Holy Spirit led you to? And I'm definitely on this journey of like when I'm doing things, am I doing it because I think that that's what a Christian should do and it looks good or am I doing it because I'm genuinely moved by the spirit? Yeah. And I think that that's so important. And I think that that's why I'm such an, I'm so like Jesus can't be my babe because bruv, like Jesus just can't fulfill certain needs. And it's, (laughs) do you know what? Forget sex, right? Like we, sex is a very obvious one, but things like, I just like, so I, Again, maybe it's overshare, but like there are nights where not loneliness kicks in, but I'm just like, I just want to be hugged by like a guy. Like it would just be mm. so nice mm. to like be like, babes, I just really want to be cuddled today. Like Jesus, in as much as my, my, my special place with God is beautiful, I don't get that feeling because it's a physical feeling. It's a physical, it's that physical and God can't do that for me. No. You'd be surprised that even in married couple in marriages you have the same you desire. Saw, exactly. Because your husband might not be around. Exactly. Or, or even if he is around, he's, he's not, just not very not touchy. Ha- yeah. So, so yeah, I get And I think saying. that that's why I'm like, Jesus can't be bae. 
in that sense because for me Bay is that whole romantic I guess for me Bay is that whole yeah, romantic it might be a personal thing yeah romanticised you know oh I like you know he's my light when I walk into the room and like but that's not what God is for me I get what you're saying God is like God is my everything in the sense of like he fulfills me spiritually yeah that is what God does for me and in fulfilling me spiritually there's a lot of things he fulfills emotionally um but that physical side it definitely like especially what i want in a partner i just don't seem to get right so this has been a very deep i didn't expect it to get this deep you know really either very deep um Is it my, is my, I'm going to round up, isn't it, this time? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Um, we'd love to hear from you. What do you think? Is Jesus Bay to you? Do you think that he's not Bay? Do you agree with what we've said? Are you triggered by anything we've said? Whatever you I think. I feel like some people are going to be triggered. <laughs> They're going to be like, what do you mean? Jesus is my Bay. You're wrong. And I'm going to be like, girl, what's the underlying issue there? Let's go and explore that. Should we go for some counseling? And this is a plug for if you don't know what we're talking about, go and listen to our episode that says black people don't want therapy, but they need it. Because let me tell you, yeah, sometimes when you're triggered, there's some deep, deep, deep. And it is somebody asked me the other day, is it every time that somebody's triggered that there's something wrong? Yes, because we live in a fallen world and sin is rife. So that has meant that we can get triggered very easily. But me... I'm willing to learn on that anyway. Sorry, I took that She went on a whole rampage there. But yeah, um, please drop us an email. I need to double check our email. Testing, testing.